one of those teams with the Cleveland Browns, bruh. <laughs> so, you know, I want to mention my boy Baker, yo. Yo, I want you to get into that one. I want you to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I, I screenshot on my phone. So if viewers want to know what he, exactly everything uh, Baker said, yo, I got it on my phone right now. Okay, so I kind of explain it and then we can go and then you can basically um, say word for word for what he said. Yeah. One, so um, to give fans a little bit of context. And so apparently the Browns were meeting with Deshaun Watson, you know, after the whole trial was ended regarding being one of the teams that he can, you know, be traded to. Um, and so apparently Baker didn't know that they were going to meet with Deshaun Watson. And when he, you know, caught wind of that and found out, he then, you know, sent a message to social media regarding the situation. And so, you know, I'll let Josh kind of, you know, say what he said during that uh, message. So, yes, to pick up, honestly, Baker is a, I feel like he's a, he's a little bit of a drama queen straight up, yo. This is what he <laughs> says, word for word. The past four years have been nothing short of truly life-changing since I heard my name called in the draft to go to Cleveland. This is not a message with hidden meeting. This is strictly to thank the city of Cleveland for embracing my family and me. We have made many memories and shared growing in this process through all its ups and downs. I have no clue what happens next, which is the meaning behind the silence I've had during the duration of this process. I can only control what I can, which is trusting in God's plan throughout this process. I've given this franchise everything I have. This guy is extra. That is something I've always done at every stage, at every level, and that will not change. Whatever I take, my, whatever I take my next snap, whatever happens, I just want to say thank you to the fans who truly embrace who I am and the mentality that aligns so well with this city's hardworking people. And then blah blah blah. Honestly, yo, this guy's a drama queen. Had to post that on Twitter, like, bro. First of all, I swear the team was <laughs> upfront with you, telling you, yo. If Deshaun Watson is available, we are going to look for the best possible situation QB. We told you that. We love you, Baker. I mean, you cool and all. But if there's something better, we'll go after it. We told you that straight up. So so why are you crying? Why are you crying, fam? Like, you know what I'm saying? Why are you crying? Like, I don't Yearly review. I ain't making no commitments unless I'm seeing it through. And that shit ain't always easy to do. Nah, it ain't easy to another year alive. Pushing my dreams, finding balance while I'm looking at screens. I love hey, what's going on? You know, everybody in Toronto, shout out. You know, Canada, the US, all over the world. It's your boy Denver right here. And it's your boy Josh. Welcome to the podcast, man. You know, it's the Josh and Denver, Denver and Josh podcast. We're here to hit you with all the, you know, your newest sports, you know, uh, news. You know, whatever is hot right now, we, we might even get into the, you know, Marvel and DC, the movies that we watch over the weekend, bro. You wanna, you wanna yeah. talk about your your weekend? Let's How jump off with that. So, I, huh? if everyone listening might be a first, your first time viewer, if you know you've been listening, you know we're huge Marvel fans, just superhero fans in general. So even DC, like 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 Batman and stuff like that. But you know, we're we're big into the films. You know, we're we're big, we're big into the action movies, and so. You know, I finally got to see Spider-Man. Uh, yes, sir. Last weekend, you know, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Wow, wow. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really liked it. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you know leading to, I guess, Doctor Strange. So it was really cool. Um, you know, one of the things I liked, they brought back you know the the last two Spider-Mans. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> like you know how really- long I've been waiting for you to know that? 
like i feel like you you already had a like an idea that that was gonna happen but you never saw it you know what i'm saying exactly. so now that you've seen it like <laughs> we can talk about it now you know what i'm saying i'm out for you but continue yeah. on, on your yeah on your so, story. so it's pretty it's pretty serious i saw the original spider-man which to me was like the og like he was like the real one he's totally mcguire he's the only one in the movie that can actually like shoot webs with his actual like wrist yeah i guess it's like manufactured or whatever or it's like lab yeah. treated yeah everyone else has web shooters yeah so that's, that's pretty sick yeah <laughs> and uh and yeah they brought back a lot of the old characters like we saw like a sandman we saw mad max obviously played by jimmy fox um yeah we saw a lot of characters um you know um that they brought um doctor um what's his name not dr strange the other one to the crazy yeah. one the one that like the oh, Dr. Osborne, you talk about? No, Dr. Osborne, but they also brought back Dr. Octavia. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Octopus, yeah, yeah. Man, so, like, they brought back, like, bare characters, so that was, that was exciting to see. Me, I was like, yo, like, even in my head, like, maybe I'm wrong, but you know his friend? Um, so, the new Spider-Man's friend, is he, like, the new doc? Is he going to be the next, Oh, like, the new Dr. Strange? Uh, Ned? That's what his name is. So. Ned, yeah. Is he going to yeah, be, like, um, I he like there's a hint. I I think Marvel was hinting that he might be associated with magic in some sort of, you know, form. But I don't know. Maybe I mean I mean because because of that like because of that one scene it opens up so much doors and like potentials as to what you know Ned's character can be. So maybe he might be a successor. You know, uh, um, I forget what the Grand Wizard is called. Like you know the the wizard that that Doctor Strange would be like i think it's i think it's dr wong i could be wrong but no but i'm talking about like the the state that they all get to as like like magician supreme or wizard supreme like being the top person with magic so i'm thinking that marvel is opening doors to maybe have ned take over that that role Mm. or that's you know that stage of being wizard supreme or whatever you freaking call it so yeah he could be the next doctor strange ultimately yeah, but I noticed that. I was like, what? He can, he can do magic now? Like, what? Um, yeah, that's pretty crazy. And then uh, in the last scene, what character was that? I was meaning to ask you. It's like when, you know, he got sucked back into, into the multiverse, but, like, he left a drop. Was that, like, the... What about uh, Venom? Venom? Yeah, it was Venom, eh? That's yeah. what I thought. I was like... Yeah. So they're basically saying that Venom... remember watching Venom, though. Hmm? Yeah. You remember watching Venom, though? Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I was yeah, like, oh, so- wow, okay. But I yeah, it was pretty, it was lit though. I, I liked it. Spider-Man, yeah. I liked it. A lot of like clues into, you know, uh, the next Doctor Strange. I'm like, I still, still got to watch WandaVision, but man, like Marvel, like those type of Marvel movies never seem to, you know. Um, not, yeah, never seem to disappoint us, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You got to get into WandaVision ASAP too, bro, before you get into Doctor Strange. It's all gonna tie in, especially since Wand is gonna be a huge character in, in Doctor Strange in upcoming movies. So man, it's like for, for WandaVision, I'm just gonna tell you straight up, it's slow when you first get into it, but it wrap like it starts to, you know, just it speeds up, you know, everything gets kind of crazy. You know, I would say WandaVision was probably one of the, my favorite like Disney Plus series that came out regarding Marvel. Like I even really vibe with uh you know falcon and the winter soldier like that too tough i kind of vibe with loki but like wandavision <laughs> was like yo that set the bar for me still but yeah get into that and again i'm just happy that you watch spider-man ultimately bro like <laughs> again 
it's yeah. it, like it just felt like you know i was keeping something from you bro you know it's hard to keep <laughs> something from from you know your close ones so <laughs> yeah fam yo man did i miss anything from the movie did i miss any parts that i, that, that I didn't mention um no nah, yeah you basically you covered it all you know seeing all the spider-mans having all the the previous villains from previous movies coming into the to the movie it's just one whole big crossover you know what i'm saying so i mean you yeah. mentioned it all that's really what you know fans would get from that movie you know if they if they watched it so yeah yeah that's pretty sick man so if y'all haven't seen it go watch it if sure. y'all seen it <laughs> if y'all seen it yo um, join us on this journey, man. We're gonna watch Doctor Strange coming up next. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Yo, but what about yeah. Batman though? Was yeah, nice you know, you already know. So, yeah, had to go watch Batman over the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's a great showing from DC. I'll tell you that, especially where you know DC may be the 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 forgotten comic book um, you know series out there, just due to to you know the grand rising of Marvel. So, but like I said, you know, DC bounced back with this one. Um, you know, the movie's pretty dark, you know, which is, you know, the essence of Batman anyway. Um, you know, it was great to see. I mean, like, I was I was kind of questioning Robert Pattinson being in the role of Batman, but I, I should have known better because he's been in other roles after Twilight. So, of course, I'm sure, you know, he, he, he'd get the part down and he did. He's a great young Batman. Um, you know, the whole movie really played out itself as like a like a slow burn, you know, like a slow burn detective type movie, you know what I'm saying? So you're really just trying to figure out, you know, who this main villain, you know, because the, the villain that they were, they were going against was the, the Riddler. So they're trying to figure out, you know, who the Riddler is, you know, um, you know, who's he going to attack next? Because he was basically some psychopath serial killer. So you know, it's 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 a cool movie, bro. I'm gonna just tell you like that. It's a cool movie. You'll enjoy every moment of it. Just watch it, man. I'm I'm telling you, yo, that's that's the next movie you gotta watch, yo. All my fans listening, <laughs> you know, all the fans listening, watch this one. Like the yo, this is one to look out for. All right, the Batman it came out last weekend, right? It came out last yeah. week. It came out last weekend, I believe. The weekend before this past weekend, I feel. I'm definitely gonna get into that, fam. Maybe if not this week, next week, I'm definitely gonna see that, man. Yeah, for sure, man. It's dope. It's dope. <laughs> yeah, that's our, our movie reviews. You already know. <laughs> yeah. Tap man. in, tap in if you want to hear some good movies to watch. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, like in the comment in, in, in the comments, write down some movies that maybe we're not mentioning that came out recently, or movies that are coming out in the future that you know we should definitely see. Like, you know, we're big action fans. So any any action genre movies. But definitely, like, you know, write that in the comments. Yeah, big facts, yo. We're always up to, for recommendations. But, yo, let's get into this other, the other meat and potatoes, man. Let's get into, let's let's get into the NFL, bro. Because I feel like, yo, free agents, not crazy. I'm sorry. If, if y'all came to listen to some NBA, I don't know about that today because NFL <laughs> He's going crazy. Going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if I'm like a lot has happened, fam. Like a lot of movement's been going on. A lot of guys getting released. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, you know, we should just start off with number one. We should start start off with Deshaun Watson to kind of drop him to that one a little bit. And so 
last weekend, I think last Friday, he got exonerated, meaning like he didn't get um, tried for any of the lawsuits that um, uh, were against him. And so he, I believe he won the trial, he won the appeal. And so now he's able to, you know, ask for a trade to go to anything he wants to. I think he does have a no trade clause. Um, but as far as his suspension, I believe the NFL can still suspend him during the season for how long they want. But in terms of him choosing where he wants to go, he definitely has that freedom. And so I think there's like three, four teams, I believe. I believe at one point the Cleveland Browns were in the running, but they're now they're out of the running. So I believe it's down to Carolina, um, Carolina, New Orleans, and the Saints, I believe, those three teams. Is it the Colts? Is it, it's 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 it's, at, it's it's Atlanta. It's it's Atlanta. Right, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. So I think it's actually Atlanta, New Orleans, Saints, yeah, and, uh, Carolina. Yeah, exactly. Those are three. Yeah, fam. So yeah, basically, as you said, bro, those are the three teams that he's narrowed it down to. Um, I think it's because there's reports that he wants to play closest to home, and apparently he's from Atlanta, yeah, or at least that that area in Georgia, whatever. So um, yeah. Basically, it's it's really about playing in warm weather and being closest to his family, you know, his home. So what apparently we're supposed to get word of his decision today. Uh, hopefully that comes soon. Again, you know, my phone is on me right now. So I'm checking ESPN. You already know the, the deal. Because I really want to know where this man lands, bro. Uh, you know, all situations are, you know, they intrigue me. You know, what can a Deshaun Watson do? You know, when he's plugged into those teams, those teams that haven't been too good, but they have, you know, they have good key members on him. You know what I'm saying? They just probably might be a quarterback away. Carolina, we can see that. New Orleans, you know, we can see that with Michael Thomas coming back and their defense. We can see that in, in Atlanta as well, right? Um, you know, with, with because who's, who, who, it's, 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 what's his name? Matt Ryan. There Matt we go. Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan is, you know, he's getting a little bit on the older side. I mean, he's still playing at a, a high level, but, you know, plugging it Deshaun Watson in there adds an extra element so you can see Atlanta uprise too, you know what I'm saying? So those are going to be, those are going to be intriguing situations. But, bruh, what I want to talk about is the previous team that was interested in, in Deshaun Watson, you know, before him narrowing down. One of those teams was the Cleveland Browns, bruh. <laughs> so you know i want to mention my boy baker yo yo i want you, you to get that? into that one i, want, that I want you to get into that yeah yo i i screenshot on my phone so if viewers want to know what he exactly everything uh baker said yo i got on my phone right now okay so i kind of explain it and then we can go and then you can basically um say word for word for what he said yeah one so um to give fans a little bit of context and so Apparently, the Browns were meeting with Deshaun Watson, you know, after the whole trial was ended regarding being one of the teams that he can, you know, be traded to. Um, and so, apparently, Baker didn't know that they were going to meet with Deshaun Watson. And when he, you know, caught wind of that and found out, he then, you know, sent a message to social media regarding, regarding the situation. And so, you know, I let Josh kind of, you know, say what he said during that uh, message. So, yes, to pick up, Honestly, Baker is a, I feel like he's a, he's a little bit of a drama queen straight up, yo. This is what he <laughs> says, word for word. The past four years have been nothing short of truly life-changing since I heard my name called in the draft to go to Cleveland. This is not a message with hidden meaning. 
This is strictly to thank the city of Cleveland for embracing my family and me. We have made many memories and shared growing in this process through all its ups and downs. I have no clue what happens next, which is the meaning behind the silence I've had during the duration of this process. I can only control what I can, which is trusting in God's plan throughout this process. I've given this franchise everything I have. This guy's extra. That is something I've always done at every stage, at every level. And that will not change. Whatever I take, my, whatever I take my next snap, whatever happens, I just want to say thank you to the fans who truly embrace who I am and the mentality that aligns so well with this city's hardworking people. And then blah, blah, blah. Honestly, yo, this guy's a drama queen. Had to post that on Twitter. Like, bruh, first of all, I swear the team was <laughs> up front with you telling you, yo, if Deshaun Watson is available, we are going to look for the best possible situation QB. We told you that. We love you, Baker. I mean, you cool and all. But if there's something better, we'll go after it. We told you that straight up. So so why are you crying? Why are you crying, fam? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Why are you crying? Like, I don't get it, bro. And then there's something also that that um that Cleveland already let Baker know before. I don't even I don't even remember. But yeah, that's, that's straight up like the man just extra, bro. And then I mean, Deshaun publicly indicated that you know he was interested in going to Cleveland. So what did what what did Baker do? Baker said that he wants a trade now. Apparently. Baker wants to, apparently wants a trade. Apparently he's saying that, oh, the Colts is his ideal situation. But nah, bro, like, first of all, Cleveland is not getting the, the, the better quarterback now. They're stuck with you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, all right, we, like we told you already before that we we're going to look for something better. Unfortunately, we haven't done that. So we're all in on you. Why are you trying to request a trade now? Because your feelings are hurt. We're, we're denying your trade request straight up. So... I mean, that's gonna that's a little you know uh, synopsis of basically what's going on right now within the, uh, you know the the Cleveland Bacon Baker situation, and we'll see how it you know basically pans out. Because I mean, are we gonna see a disgruntled Baker force his way out, you know, or is he gonna stay? We'll see how how they figure it out, how they get along. Yeah, like that's gonna be like. It's interesting to see like these dominoes kind of like are in effect. Like Deshaun Watson is like everybody's waiting on what he's gonna do. Like before, all teams had kind of who they wanted to get in terms of quarterbacks that were available or not. But as soon as Deshaun Watson became available, now they're all waiting for that domino. And so um, now that you like you mentioned, Cleveland can't get Deshaun Watson. You know, Baker Mayfield's like, you know, he doesn't want to be there now. And so it creates a situation where, you know, <laughs> like, can they trade him? Who's going to want him? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, last year, apparently, his excuse was that it was, his shoulder was hurt. And so um, this always seems to be drama with Baker Mayfield, unfortunately. And a lot of it is him brought to himself. And so mm-hmm. you, know, you, you, you can't be – a QB's got to be an example. You can't be that much of a, of a drama, you know, in terms of drama, of, to be a leader, and so yeah, so like I definitely he has to make some changes for sure. If he does get traded, like whatever team he goes to, he has to make a change and be that leader of a, of a QB. And so straight up, yo, yeah. I heard, I heard, like, um, Cleveland apparently or a reporter 
um, you know, speaking about this situation, said that Cleveland requires an adult at quarterback. They they need an adult at quarterback and, and basically insinuating that Baker is not an adult. Basically, he's saying that he's acting like a little child. So, I mean, it's like you said, you know, wherever he goes or, you know, if he's, you know, him and Cleveland decide to get through this pa- a rough patch, this man's going to have to grow up, bro, and and not with the, the Twitter fingers and, and not with, you know, you know, blaming everyone else around you but yourself. I mean, straight up, the man tried to, you know, like, like of course, he he, he, <laughs> he tries to relinquish blame. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he never, you know, blamed the 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 Baker in his, or sorry, the, the Odell situation on, on him. He never said, yo, it's my fault. Yo, it's just, it, I couldn't really get him the ball. He tried to blame Odell. Like, you know, he, like, he's not trying to take any accountability for the things that have come across, you know, upon him, you know, you also had a bad season. You try to blame it on injuries. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I understand your injuries. So you're hurt. Like you're hurt. You may not be able to play to your, you know, best potential, but sit on the bench, bro. It's, it's not like, it's not, it's going to hurt you more if you decide to play and, and play worse, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, yeah, I de- like I definitely yeah, well, agree. Like, he has to be more, like more accountable for his actions. Like he's never said like I need to get my guys the ball. I got playmakers. I got Landry. I got Beckham. I got you know, I got Hooper. I got weapons. I need to get them the ball more. I need to make better plays. You know, like that's you know, that's what you gotta do. Like that's what Brady would do. Like I'm not trying to bring up Brady all the time, but like you gotta be that guy that guys want to play with. The guys want to play with somebody who's gonna finger point. Man. They want to play with guys that's gonna you know be leaders and be accountable for, you know, the way they play, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, so and going to next year, like, even if he's back with the Browns or on a new team, he should be healthy. So we got, we got to see, like, how's, how how well he matured. Like, is he able to take some of that accountability and, you know, look to make, you know, more plays? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know where he goes. Like, to be honest, I think he should stay at Cleveland. Suck I mean, who else is going to trade for him, fam? Like, I mean – I, yeah, I mean, who, where does he go? The, the thing is, though, from what I'm hearing from analysts and just, you know, following the free agent situation, you know, everyone, every GM that, you know, is around the league or whatever, you know, when they when they see you as a first round talent, you know, out, of, you know, getting uh, coming out of a draft uh, again, Baker was chosen number one overall when they see you as a first round pa- talent, bro. They're always thinking, wow, look at the intangibles of this guy. You know, this guy has a strong arm. This guy is, you know, strong-willed. You know, he has intangibles of being a great quarterback. I could be the one to, to change him. You know what I'm saying? So because it's probably not working out in Cleveland, other GMs are going to see Baker and they're going to be like, yo, this guy is still a first overall quarterback. I'm going to give him a chance. He has the intangibles of, of someone that, again, is a first-round talent, right? We've all seen that. We all witnessed that. Let me let me change that. Let's see if we can win with that. So Baker is – I feel like he's always going to get an opportunity just based on, his, you know, just, you know, the stature that he came out of college from, you know what I'm saying? So teams are not going to give up on him. So he may have a destination. So it's ultimately depending on if Cleveland is willing to let him go. That's the question. Or are they going to just be like, you know, let, let's get through this, Baker. Like, I know we said all those things and I know we went after Deshaun Watson, but you are a guy now since Deshaun Watson said bye bye. So <laughs> let's make it work. You know what I'm saying? So ultimately, that's what I'm thinking, bro. I'm thinking Baker's going to get attention. It's just, you know, like 
is Cleveland going to let him go? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree. Like, there's not many QBs. Like, if, if Cleveland's looking for an upgrade, who who left that's available? Maybe Jimmy Jimmy G. Jimmy like, who, G. Who else is available? That's about it. There's not really much QBs that are left available. Like, we just yeah. seen, you know, Mr. Trubisky signed the Steelers to be a starting mm-hmm. QB, which you know I, I spoke to, you know, um, I spoke to my brother Donji, who's a big Steelers fan, and I was like, you think he's the yeah, guy? I was man? feeling about that. He doesn't feel he's the guy. I mean, well, yet to be unseen, right? He could be really good. He had a lot of potential, you know, when he was on the Chicago. We don't know if that was coaching or if that was his actually, you know, his playing abilities. And so, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not a big fan of, of Trubisky to the Steelers because, like, I think they needed, like, a, like, a, like a really good QB, like a Russell Wilson or, you know, a Deshaun Watson, a Q that can really – elevate the Steelers, but, you know, we never bet against Mike Tomlin. He's never had a losing season, so are we going to bet him against him again? Maybe he can turn him around, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, from what I'm, like, again, the issues in Cleveland is that the man had confidence issues, you know what I'm saying? In Chicago? Yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago, my bad. My apologies. So, yeah, he just was dealing with a lot of uh, confidence issues, um, you know, and Ultimately, just with his his brief trip to to Buffalo and being under Josh Allen, apparently he's matured so much, and um, you know he might be closer to that first overall pick. Because I wait, no, sorry, Mitchell Trubisky was a second overall pick in his draft, so closer to that second overall pick, you know, uh, projection you might be closer to that maybe in in this stint with with Pittsburgh. So. You know, it could. I'm not. I'm not saying that. That I mean, I could. Like, I could definitely be wrong, but maybe we might see something from him. So this is definitely going to be a, a, you know, a trial. And like you said, we can't really doubt Mike Tomlin. I mean, Mike Tomlin really might have just you know the magic to to make Mitchell Trubisky work. So, yeah, man, I'm 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 kind of positive about it, but I don't have too much expectations. That's me on that. Yeah, and like it's gonna see like to me like. For a lot of teams, like we have to actually see free agency play out. I know a lot of moves are happening, but in terms of like what team, like what players teams pick up, who can they add to the draft? Like there's so much <laughs> that's left to be seen. Like we're only at the, the very beginning. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's all speculative right now. But once we get into the offseason and closer to the season, we can actually be like, hey, this is what this team looks like before training camp. What do we think and whatnot? And so, um, but that's what makes it fun. You know, we're, you know, free agency has been like, I think this has been like the busiest free agency I've seen in the last few years. Like I never it's seen this much action in free agency. There's so much going yeah. on because there's more to talk about. Fam. <laughs> there's still more to talk about. Again, there's also okay. We we did talk about the Browns uh, briefly. I mean, now they just got Amari Cooper because they they released Jarvis Landry. Where do you think Jarvis Landry is going? Ooh, I mean, can you go back with his boy? I mean, they already tried out Cleveland, but could he go to LA and team up with Odell again? If Odell was Bruh, the thing is, Odell, it's not sorry. I don't know if Odell is going to be on LA anymore because Allen Robinson just got um uh signed <laughs> by them. It is like a three year, so it's like a longer term contract, right? 45 mil or something like that. The man is like that is a, a already a big name receiver in addition to uh, you know. Robert Woods in, in Cooper Cup. So where is big where is Odell gonna fit in that situation? Especially since he's coming off at ACL, man. It'd be such a different story if the man wasn't injured, bro. But the man is injured. 
Yeah. Are you coming in as a fourth option? He's, he has to see his ass out of there, bro. He has to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's going to be, like, I mean, they're going to be a super team if he stays, like, no doubt. I mean, having four big-name receivers, have you ever seen that before? I don't know. But I don't. it's just, like, I don't know if, if there's enough room under the cap where, you know, Odell's asking price is going to be, you know, just what, you know, just under what, what, um, the Rams are willing to pay, so yeah, man. I just I don't see it. I see Odell going somewhere else and Jarvis going somewhere else. What do you think, though? Yeah, that, that, that definitely makes sense. The thing about Odell, like, what's the big like, question mark is that he got hurt at the end of the year. If he got hurt at the beginning of the year, yes, we wouldn't have seen him play as well as he did with LA. But what's bad about his timing of the injury is that he won't be back until like middle to end of next year. So I think mm-hmm. that really hurt his value. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like, like for a team to give him the money he wants, it might be like loaded with incentives. Like if you come back at a certain time and make this much impact, we might give you the full amount of your, your contract. Like how do you give him a extension? How do you sign him when you know he's not going to be there till end of season playoffs? And so, yeah, like LA looks like they said they're, they signed Al Robson. Um, Robert Woods is coming back from his injury. So not a lot, a lot of places left for him, unless they're going to go four wide every down. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like a full-on passing attack team. <laughs> um, yeah, so he might be somewhere else. Maybe a team that, like another contender, like he was with LA. I mean, he got his ring, so. Yeah, nothing can take, like, he, no one can take that away from him still. Yeah, so. I don't know where he goes. I mean, I predicted when he, remember on Cleveland, I predicted he was going to go to LA saying, He's a big market guy. He's looking for yeah. You did. You did make market. that. He wants to be in the LA area. So, I mean, there's another. There's another, two more teams in LA. There's the Chargers. Mm-hmm, facts. And close by the Chargers, there's you know, there's the Raiders in Las Vegas. So, I mean, he wants to be in the limelight. Maybe the Chargers. Maybe the Raiders. I don't think he. Wants, I don't think he wants to go back to New York. But I would say those two teams, the Raiders or the Chargers, are teams that I think he might be looking to go to. Hmm. Raiders make more sense to me because I feel like their receiving core is lacking since they let go of Jay- Zay Jones, right? Zay Jones is on his way to the to the Jaguars now. Uh, we can segue into the Jaguars a little later, but I'm thinking Raiders would be a good situation for Odell because they they just have Hunter Renfro basically, and H- if Hunter Renfro is your best receiver, <laughs> yo Odell, you're number one, bro. You're going like you know you're gonna be the num- new number one tar- target for Derek Carr. So Raiders ideal situation, Chargers, their receiving group room, like their receiving receiver room is, is pretty stacked, I say. Yeah. And they got Keenan Allen, they got Mike Williams, they got Guyton, they Guyton. got Josh Palmer that's just emerging. Um from Brampton, by the way. Brampton. By yeah, the way. from yeah, another Canadian product. Yo, shout out to him. Shout out, yo, shout out to Canada one time. Hey, eh? see? Anyways. <laughs> bah, bah. <Yeah. laughs> so yeah. that's basically a, a stacked receiver room already. And I know they got a lot of youth, but it's still like I don't know if Odell's gonna plug into that as seamlessly as he would plug into Oak, uh, sorry, not Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. And they got a nice little market there in Las Vegas. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So that could be intriguing to Odell. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, you know, like I said, I think for some reason I feel like he's wants to you know, um, you know, go to like a big market team. So those are two big markets that are close to LA that I think like would be good fits for him. Um, in terms of personnel, like you said, 
Chargers might not be the best fit, but maybe the Raiders is a better fit. So I see him around the area. Maybe he could go to a small market team, but I mean, he already tried that in Cleveland. Like he was like, he's dying there. He's dying there. So I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't see him. I don't see him fitting in a small market team. Maybe yeah, in a Florida team. Florida's kind of a big market, like a Tampa. Yeah, where all the Zoles at? Of course. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> it might. It might be an ideal situation for Odell too. In Miami, maybe the Dolphins could be. Yeah. I can see him down in Florida. You see, I can see that too. I can see that too. Um, maybe not. I mean, of course, Miami would be nice market-wise. I feel. I mean, you know, who doesn't want to be in South Beach, Miami? But the thing is, you know, Miami is not really. I don't. They're not on the cusp of you know being a a, a winning team. I feel like. You know, with Tom Brady, because we didn't even mention Tom Brady coming out of retirement. I don't think we mentioned that on, on the last podcast. So we talk about that last podcast. I mean, it happened. So. It happened after that. I think yeah. It happened right after. Like, <laughs> so yeah, Tom Brady's back. So <laughs> <laughs> that retirement lasted all but sixty days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because so, man said, said deuces, gonna spend time more, more, spend more time with his family. And then 60 days later, this guy's like, I'm back. Like, yeah, you said, like, said, what said, happened <laughs> You said, I'm sick of them. That's enough annoying them. All right, back to, <laughs> back to the business. <laughs> meant to take out the trash, take out the recycling. I was like, nah, fam. I'm up and yeah, this is not it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. So, yeah, he's back. So, you already know Tampa Bay is back in that contender conversation. Get Odell over there because who do they have after my? Oh, actually, never mind. They have guys. That's they signed back Chris Godwin. Yeah. yeah, I seen this. They signed back Chris Godwin. They still got Mike Evans. They just got Russell Gage, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 okay. They're okay. They're okay. They don't need another guy unless I mean, yeah, they don't need another guy still. But they could use him. Yeah, they could use him as insurance policy. Remember, they had a lot of injuries, so maybe like that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Because Godwin's out till the mid, him he got injured too, but he can probably be back middle to end of the year. So maybe they get him just for insurance as well. Gronk, I don't know if he's coming back. Still mm-hmm. have two good tight ends. They have um, Brait and, and Howard. I think they're still there. Um, Howard is gone now, though, still. I think oh, where did Howard go? I think he went to Buffalo for some reason. I'm thinking about Because I believe. Yeah, Tampa could I, I, be a good fit, fam, to be honest. Like, a fit for Tom Brady. I mean, they won't have chemistry at the end of the season, no. but yeah. Yeah. You like you brought up great points to think about it. You know, I mean, just I wasn't even thinking about Chris Godwin still taking his time to come back from his injury. You know, yeah. it's a good insurance policy, as you said. And it's just another toy for Tom Brady, to be honest. I mean, yeah. the man will some somehow find all of them their catches or you know, their incentives that they may have on their deal. He's he's able to. He's able to, to to spread the ball around, so Odell could still get his touches if he wanted. So that's a good situation, uh, potentially, potentially. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, he's gonna be one of the bigger free agents that we're gonna see. Like, you know, they'll be really curious to where he goes. Um, like I said, like a lot of teams that can get under the cap and they can't get, and the guys are leaving. Like we saw Von Miller, the Rams said they're gonna keep everybody. But then the Bills offered him six years, like 120. He ain't going to turn mm-hmm. down that. I don't know how much is guaranteed, but even if just the front end is guaranteed the first two years, that's still way more money he's, he's going to get in L.A. And so the, the Rams couldn't keep everybody. They, they can't keep everybody. So 
So, yeah, so it's going to be there's a lot of big free agents left. I've still got to see where they're going to end up. I'm just going to, the last little shakeup is left. Yeah. Right. Like I said, you know, so much is really going on. There's, um, there's, there's so much more in, in free agency that, that we're just not, I like, I don't think we, we've touched on yet. Um, we need to touch on the amount of defense that is being emphasized, um, you know, in, in that AFC, um, what is their specific division with the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the West? And, the West. Yeah, ASC West. Um, again, with the elite talent at quarterback with Patrick Mahomes, Russell, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, these guys are stacking up on their defense. You see the Chargers, man, they, they got uh, to add to Joey Bush, they got Chandler Jones. You know what I'm saying? Um, they, they also, huh? Where did Mac go again? Did you go to the, to the Chargers? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, Khalil Mack. Sorry, my bad. Challenge Jones went to to the to the uh, Raiders. My bad, my bad. Yeah, really, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, they got Khalil Mack and they got JC Jackson. Yeah. So JC Jackson at corner again, a top tier corner in this league, Mister Int. That that's what he calls himself because the man's straight up. I, I believe since the year 2019, he's you know he's led the league in picks basically. So the man is really that dude. So touching up on that defense in in in, in LA, and then you know also with uh, uh, the Raiders again adding to Max Crosby, they added Chandler Jones. That's gonna be a top tier rushing attack, bro. Like I I mean uh yeah like a like rushing QB is gonna be it's it's gonna be top tier. Like it's gonna be crazy. Um. Yeah, just a lot of moves that are being made within that 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 division alone with the, uh, stacking up on the defense, man. It's going to be interesting how that division itself plays out. Yeah, man. And believe the Broncos, they made a few moves too as well on the defensive um, end as well. I'm trying um, to find, but I don't know exactly. Who they get again? They got, a, they, got a, they got a good defender. Um, but yeah, like teams, they see the QBs that they're going to have to face on the other end, and they're all trying to stack up on their defense. Um, like Khalil Mack, who was a good pickup. He was hurt last year in Chicago, but in the I think in the first he got hurt after seven games. But in the first seven games, he had like four or five sacks. So he was on record to having a good year. I know the previous year he had a down year, but he was like a pretty good pickup that could really help out. You know the Chargers and their defense in terms of the pass rush and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna pair with um. With the with on the Bosu brothers, uh, yeah, with with um, um Joey Bosa, so Joey Bosa, that's gonna yeah. be good. You know, he Joey on one end, Clint Mack on the other end. It's gonna be a great pressure that we're gonna see. You know, from the different like like from their defense. So it's gonna be cool to see them and how they play on defense and how they can mismatch and create pressure. Similar to what we saw with the Rams when they had multiple guys that can pressure the QB. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. We can go on and on. Leonard Floyd. Um, so it's the same thing. It's the same thing right here. So that's very interesting as well. Yeah, it's just, those are key additions, man. And honestly, you know, you can see teams really addressing their needs and and going all in as well. You know, picking up big names in free agency. You know, because they're looking to win this year. And I just love to see it, man. I love to see the competition. You know, I love to see the league shaking. Um, there's more news as well. I mean. I kind of want to go over America's team because you know that's a, that's a, another team we like to talk about. <laughs> I mean, I just I don't know what Jerry Jones be doing, man. Because I mean, I mean, like trainer Mari Cooper, okay, all right, but like 
that what you got from Amari Cooper was terrible, right? It's a steal for the Browns because I, I think they gave a, a fifth round pick, right? A fifth and sixth, something yeah. like that. So it wasn't much, and they got a number one receiver, right? Then also they 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 lost Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson is taking his is where is he going? He's going to the Jags too, I yeah. believe. So, bruh, who you got now? You got CD and you got Michael Gallup. Yeah, That's they, it. And then they, they lost their tight end as well. Then they lose, um, was it Jarwin? Um, they lost Jarwin. I didn't even know that. But yeah, That's it. The tight end is not there anymore. And so, yeah, I think like, and they, they released a couple of O-line too. Like they released um, uh, Leo Collins. And so it's kind of like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you're going to start with a fresh new O-line, releasing a lot of your receivers. Like, obviously, you're paying big money to Dak and big money to Zeke. We know that. But, like, mm-hmm. are they able to – why are, aren't they able to restructure their, their contracts to where they're to bring on new – maybe they, they are going to do that. Maybe they have free agency, like free agency that they're going to go get um, in the offseason. So maybe there's a lot of luck you haven't seen. But to me, like – I feel like they're gonna be worse than last year. Yeah, that's what like, I'm thinking like, too. Bro, I feel like they're not gonna make the playoffs like right now. Like, they re- they rebuilding to me for so like that's what it seemed like. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense. I don't get the moves. It doesn't make sense unless there's a lot of stuff we haven't seen yet. Um, there's a lot of play. There's a lot of players they they're gonna go get that we don't know yet. Maybe they'll go in the draft and they get like a big receiver or something. So, um, we'll see about that. Yeah, the, the Cowboys, they look like they're not getting better, though. That, that's the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they look like they're getting worse, like you said, bro. Like, So that's why I feel like, you know, America's team, man, they just will never get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, just never, they just will never get it, man. It just sucks, man. But, but to be honest, how strong is the division, though? That's a, And that's kind of like... Their division is always so weak, but, like, it's not about just getting out of your division, though. You need to, like... You go win a Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how much better is the Giants getting? I don't see the Giants getting that much better. How much better are the Eagles getting better? I don't think they're getting that much better. But so like, the the key thing is the Eagles are not getting worse. The Giants seem like they're actually. Um, I mean, I see that they made a signing with Tyrod Taylor. That's kind of you know hinting to me that yo, if Daniel Jones doesn't play well, we can plug in Tyrod Taylor real quick and see how well he does. That's yeah. what it's kind of giving me. So that may make the franchise a little bit better. Who knows? Because <laughs> Daniel Jones is really just sus in the bed, you know. Like yeah, Tyrod Taylor, well. and you know, gives a little good show. You know, showing you know makes the team a little bit better. I mean, could be a succession plan. Still, who knows? Plus the commanders of Carson Wentz. That's still a lot to be seen. Like to me, right now, like an early looking, like. I feel like if I make an early prediction, I would say depend on how, how well Jalen Hurts plays. We don't know how well it's gonna develop. So I think it's a it's a three team three team race between the the you know the commanders, the cowboys, and the eagles. Mm. Giants, I don't see them get I don't see them being a contender. I could be wrong, but I don't see them being a contender in that division. So I feel like it's those three teams and I think like the like I said, the Eagles haven't got worse. They haven't to me. They haven't got that much better. And yeah. the Commanders, I mean, we don't know. If Carson they're they're trying. Be good, so. They they think they see something in Carson, but we'll see how well that really plays off. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a Carson hater. I seem like a hater on this show for real. 
but I'm not trying, <laughs> but I'm not trying to seem like it. I don't want to be, you know, but Carson just, I, I, just, I don't know what he can do, <laughs> man. You know, like, Bro. I mean, of course he's going to keep getting opportunities because like I referenced earlier, he's a first round for, was he your first overall pick in his draft? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was like second or third. Second. Well, yeah, still just being drafted as high as he was, there's always going to be, uh, be a team out there saying, hey, you know what? I can fix this guy. So basically that's it. <laughs> he's going to get his opportunities, but I don't think he's ever going to win. You know what I'm saying? I don't think any GM is going to pick him up and feel like, you know what? Like, you know, we're going to like, I don't think they're actually going to see winning with this guy after thinking that they can. That's, you know, it's not going to be a result for them. I'm sorry. It's not going to be a result for Carson. Yeah, it's like how much of an upgrade is he compared to the quarterbacks they've already had? Like, I feel like they didn't think, he needs to have for Carson wants to be successful. He needs a lot of weapons. Like, like I know they brought like JD McKissick. He was gonna sign the Bills, but he flipped went back to the Commanders. Um, we've even seen that a few times. Randy Gregory did that. He's gonna go to the Cowboys and flip to the Broncos. Um, so we've seen that with a few players flipping their decisions. But like, yeah, Carson Wentz, like to me, like. Run the ball a lot. Give him a lot of weapons run outside. Game. Yeah, like I don't, just, I don't think he, him throwing the ball 30, 40 times is not going to win the game because he's going to turn. He's going to throw the. He's going to throw, throw the ball away. And throw, yeah, exactly. Box. Yeah. 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 What else? So, yeah, that's why. That's why I don't know, man. Is Washington really going to be up there, or you know, is New York going to take its place and be the t- in the top three in that in that division? Who knows? <laughs> but but that's what makes the NFL so different than a lot of leagues, like like NBA a little bit. But in the NFL, like you can book a team saying the Giants are going to be trash, and then they go in there like twelve and four, eleven and five. You're like, what? Like it's I don't know. It's and NFL is like it's wild wild west. Like teams yeah. that aren't going to be good end up being somehow good <laughs> yeah big facts bro let's get to the jaguars bro what the hell is they doing over there and why is their salary cap on like unlimited like <laughs> yo straight up they've they've paid christian cooper i sorry not christian christian um christian kirk sorry yeah. right they paid him wide receiver one money Christian Kirk is not a wide receiver one. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Okay. Then they added Zay Jones, right? They got Zay Jones coming over there. Who else, who else they got coming over? They got Dar- Dar- They got Williams. Cedric Wilson as well, right, from the Cowboys. Who who else were you going to mention? Darius Williams, they got. Yeah, Darius Williams at corner. Yeah, Their the salary Rams, cap, yeah. they got Evan Engram coming to play tight end for them. Their salary cap is unlimited, bro. But does it make them better? They're gonna be good. I don't know, but they added pieces, bro. <laughs> There's there ain't no telling, bro. I don't know about the Jaguars out here, but but ain't no telling, bro. <laughs> like Christian Kirk, not wide receiver one, but who who can they get? Like, because Trevor Lawrence, obviously, he really struggled. To me, I really want to see what they do on the O line. This dude, Trevor Lawrence, was backpedaling the entire season. He was under constant pressure. This man was this is the other thing that like lost that man year one and they made him yeah. look really bad. Like I wanna see what they do in the O-line, how they improve that, because fam, like I don't care who they get. If the man has no chance to throw the ball, they're not gonna be good, fam. 
I hear you still. I hear you. Honestly, yeah, you're right. It starts at the O line. It starts at the O line. But I mean, stacking up on the skill positions <laughs> it also helps him to get the ball out of his fa- the ball out of his hands fast because you know these receivers are able to get open. So I mean, there's also that. So maybe he doesn't need his O line to make a complete 180, but they do need to improve themselves just a little bit, and maybe they might do that in the draft. Who knows? Yeah, plus we gotta talk about like how well we think Trevor Lawrence is gonna be like going into year two. Like he had a rough year one, but like you know what I mean. Like what? How do you? What do you mean the chances? Do you think like he's able to bounce back? Because I mean he had a lot of hype coming in, especially from Clemson. He's mm-hmm. never lost a regular season game in his life. When he goes in the Jaguars, he lost like what, like 13, 14 games his first year. Yeah, yeah. So like, how do you think he's gonna do in like year two? Like. With the weapons they're adding, do you think he has a chance to kind of have a great sophomore year? Or do you think, you know, have they gave him enough weapons to be able to be successful? Jeez, you know, man, ain't no telling, man, because it's like, you know, when you when you draft a guy so high, um, you know, it's usually because you are weren't a good team or you don't have a great organization. So the guys there at Jacksonville, you know, they really haven't figured it out. Are they ever going to get in a position, you know, where they're able to steer Trevor Lawrence into that, you know, like, are they able to uplift Trevor Lawrence, provide him all the support he needs, you know, you know, uh, help his development to get to, you know, where they ultimately want to be to be a Super Bowl contending team. You know what I'm saying? So it's just just you know my my lack of confidence in the organization because you know jacksonville has proved to proven to be pretty bad for pretty long i i don't know if they're going to be able to to ever help trevor lawrence's development i don't know if they're going to be able to you know instill you know the right coaches the right you know supporting cast around him you know with the line with with his o-line you know with with you know i mean I mean, I, I see they're trying something with the skill position. They're trying, but are they, like, is it going to work out? I don't know, man. You know, it's just Trevor Lawrence, man, is, is a is a picky situation just based on where, you know, the organization that we've drafted to, man. Those things really make or break you. Yeah, I think a lot of things that we talked about. Um, and so what's tough about the NFL is that, not what's tough, but you kind of want to kind of frame your, your moves and free agency offseason. I'm trying to be the number one in your division. And so what that means is that, like, if you win your division, you get into the playoffs. So viewers that, you know, are listening in. And why that makes it tough is that you have to be able to win, your, win a lot of games for your division will help you make the playoffs, right? So I believe you get, like, six of those per season. So obviously the number one team in the AFC South is the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, are they able to compete with Tennessee right now with the moves they're making? You know what I mean? Like you said, like they have Christian Kirk, they have Marvin Jones, have weapons, but is that enough to get them over the Tennessee Titans? I believe they're better than the Texans, especially if the Texans trade Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they're, they're going to be rebuilding. Yeah, uh, the Colts. They're going for with Davis Mills, so we don't we don't expect nothing from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to be they're going to be tanking basically. That's another way of saying they're tanking. <laughs> yeah. Um, for a 2022 QB, which said there's. Spencer Rattler, maybe they could be tanking for him or other QBs that are available. But it looks mm. like they're going to be tanking. The Colts, are they going to tank? They just traded with Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the QB? Are, are they going to try to draft a QB and develop it or are they going to tank? Like, 
that division to me is down to me, Jaguars and the Titans. So how much, how much is Jaguars able to catch up to Tennessee? That's what we're going to see in this free agency and in the season. But Tennessee, have they made any big moves? I know they, they cut Julio Jones. They cut Julio. That's the only move that I've seen they made. They haven't made any moves. Looks like they're staying status quo for this for next year so far. I think, I think they believe in the pieces they got, and they probably thinking that, yo, if Derrick Henry had a full year, he would have just turned it up within the playoffs. But because he came in the tail end of the year, came back in the tail end of the year, you know, uh, due to his injury, you know, he wasn't able to get it going. And, you know, they like to run on the backs of Derrick Henry so far. So, um, mm. yeah, I'm thinking they're just – they're thinking run it back, personally. That's what they're – that's how I feel they're thinking. <laughs> yeah, man. We didn't know who – that kind of underrated our cut. Like, he had a really off year last year. He had, like, career lows, like 300-something yards. Off-season, yeah, 30-something catches. Like, horrible year. It, it was a really down year for him, unfortunately. And he had a previous down year before the year before in Atlanta because he I believe he was hurt with his hamstring. So and a lot of people are saying that he's still not um hundred percent hamstring injury his last mm. season in Atlanta. So that's kind of sad. Like he's a Hall of Fame type player, but like mm. no one's really like you can see like he's really going towards a like a down decline. decline. So like what like where does he go? Is he still impactful? Like there's still a lot of questions, like, but it's kind of sad, like. I see a player that was so on top, and then like now he's slowly declining. Like, what do you think of Julio Jones? Like, do you think he still has juice left in the tank, or like it's hard? It's really hard to say. I feel like I feel like he's you know his his best days are are <laughs> are behind him now. Still, you know what I'm saying? He's he's really at the tail end of his career, and very well i mean because you know teams are i i don't think a lot of teams are rushing to sign you know a a older receiver you know coming off you know hamstring issues you know not really playing too much for the tennessee titans i don't think anyone's gonna be really rushing for him and because no one's rushing for him he may just slip through the cracks man he might just find himself as a free agent this year i i you know it sucks but you know maybe the julio jones era is over yeah, um, these things happen, yo, with time. Yeah, I feel like it just kind of sucks. They're gonna give him his flowers. I feel like people are kind of like he's kind of like, like he's like you said, like his time is over. People didn't have time to really celebrate how good he was. You know what I mean? True. Um, you know, a guy that was big, fast, strong, explosive, and um, you know some of those advantages are probably leading to his 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 downfall is that you know maybe he's not as as explosive, he's not as fast. Um, he's still physical, um, but, you know, a lot of his, his traits, um, he rely a lot on his athleticism. And so, um, yeah, hopefully he gets a, to, be, to be picked up in the season and show that he still has some, you know, some, mm-hmm. some juice left. But, um, yeah, man, that, that, that was surprising to me, but he had an off year. So I don't think he fit their scheme and what they wanted to do in Tennessee, their play-action team, right? Yeah. They have A.J. Brown down there. So, you know. A.J. Brown is clearly on the up and rise like he's clearly wide receiver one over there clearly but yeah i just want to also again you know give julio my flowers as well you know ultimately you know the guy the guy he's he's been like like he didn't have the greatest year this past year and i may be a little bit down on him you know in terms of giving my projection as him falling through the cracks and whatnot but 
the man's really been wide receiver one on so many people's lists as, you know, greatest wide receivers in the league. You know, man's would easily put your Julio Jones one and then everyone else falls below that. You know what I'm saying? He was the, the prototype, you know what I'm saying? Uh, during his era. So shout out to him because he was really, you know, an elite talent. So, you know, that's my flower stone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, like, what else can we, what else have, have we talked talk about? A lot of things, fam. Yeah, we talked about Bears still. Um, we can briefly talk about the, the Ravens, yo. The, the yeah. whole situation with Darius Smith is kind of odd. Where is he going? I heard he, just, he flipped his decision. He, he... Yeah, he made like a quick Yui said that, yo, like, nah, I didn't sign that contract. <laughs> like, he was supposed to go to the Ravens, but he's he not yeah. going there anymore. So it's weird. Like, I thought, yo, that's a big move Ravens making with Zedarius Smith on the uh, rush in the QB. And then Marcus Williams, they got at safety. I mean, that's yeah. a for sure, that's a done deal. But just the addition of both of them, you know, definitely make the defense more elite. Yeah, that was a good pickup by them. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, Ravens, man, yo, definitely going to give some competition within the AFC, man. There's so much competition in the division overall, man. Like, I feel like with them in that division, bro, I can't even narrow it down. To, I can't even narrow down teams as to, you know, who I'm going to see making it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like NFC, I can. I feel like I can narrow it down to, like, L.A., Tampa, um, Green Bay, you know, like I can narrow down like a, a couple teams. I can narrow it down in MC, but AFC is like wide open. I feel, bro. Yeah, like, for real. AFC, yeah, like who, like who can you go with? Like the Bengals are still gonna be there. Like, yeah. They've been quiet though. Like, Bengals have been real quiet. Like, but they got a good young squad. They just need to yeah. fix up the old line a little bit, and they'll probably just wait for their time in the draft. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Just develop the players they have and just build, build through, build through the draft. Because they're not a team that spends a lot of money in frequency anyway. So I never expect big moves by the Bengals, anyways. Like, yeah, they don't, they don't spend a lot of money, fam. <laughs> yeah, um, facts. Yeah, but yeah, the Ravens like they're a very interesting team. Like Lamar Jackson might hold out in training camp. He doesn't get a, like a long term contract. That's very interesting. Like, do they have? Are they content with Huntley in case anything happens? Like. He played played pretty good last year um, without Lamar. But, um, yeah, like, if I was in a tough situation, like, like he should bubble wrap himself and not go anywhere (laughs) because, man, he gets hurt. Like, the man is – he's his own free – he's his own agent is what we're hearing. Mm -hmm. doesn't have an agent, so. Wow, that's different. And apparently he won't play unless he gets a long-term contract. So, there's a lot of question marks in in Baltimore as well. Hopefully he gets that big deal, the Mm -hmm. same money that, you know, um, Kirk's getting, or you know, even the Aaron Rodgers, any of these top players, like he definitely deserves top money. I definitely want all players oh, to get yeah. the money, money that that they deserve. But mm-hmm. a situation like, hopefully, he can get that figured out so he can be back in the season. Um, but yeah, like you know, he's in a tough situation. So hopefully, the, like the Ravens figure that out and he's able to you know be on the team for training camp. But do you, do you see him be, like holding out for like? a long time like we've never seen a high profile quarterback hold out for contracts in a long time fam 
bro i didn't even know that that he was holding out like that so this is news to me bro and i'm hoping that he's not holding out for 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 much time i mean they like you said yo, he deserves a new contract i mean the things that lamar has done in this league so far i mean again he's already won an mvp um you know definitely killing it with you know records on the ground as a rushing quarterback and records in the air as well I mean, yo, this guy is transcendent, bro. And this is your long-term plan anyway, right? Yeah. And at least that's what I believe it to be. So he should get paid quickly. Pay the man. Ravens, pay the man. <laughs> Real talk, man. Right? Emphasis on that. Michael, <laughs> 2.0 right there. Yeah. Wow, man. Yes, sir. So, yeah, Ravens making moves, a uh, little bit moves, um, yeah, I mean, yo, that's really – is that it for the excitement and free, uh, in, uh, uh, free agency frenzy? <laughs> yeah, that's about it, you know. I know we didn't really touch on the Tom Brace uh, topic a lot, but, you know, we both kind of mentioned that we were both really, really surprised that he came back. Um, some people in the media said they weren't surprised, saying that he was always going to come back. But, I mean, the man, you know, he led the league in, in I don't know, the completion and yards and touchdowns. And he was like 44, so like, why come back, fam? Like, prove that you can play at a high level. But I guess he still wants to continue to try to win another championship. Mm-hmm. Like, this man already has so much chips, and he's like, he's still motivated to win more. Like, this guy's, this guy's psycho, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. He's psycho. Yeah, man. yo. The man is definitely, he's a, he's a different youth, man. Like, I mean, he's definitely not a youth, but he's, he's different. <laughs> the man is... I mean, he did have a goal to play, to, to play past 45. So I understand that goal. Uh, or I understand that was a goal of his. Um, you know, it is still crazy. Um, but, I mean, he's able to play. You know, he still has a talent. I, like you said, his accolades this past season. I mean, he had an MVP-type season. And, you know, he just lost it to Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, you know, the guy is really – he's still able to play at this caliber. And – you know, if they can protect him, if they can continue to protect him in Tampa, you know, he should be able to to make a, a decent run. And that's why I feel like Tampa Bay, just with the addition of Tampa, uh, Tom Brady, they're going to be a top team still. They're, they're, Super Bowl, they're in that Super Bowl contender conversation, bro. Like, they're going to be giving the Rams problems, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to be giving Green Bay problems, like, you know, so... Shout out to Tampa. Shout out to Tom Brady, man. You know, he ain't done yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Everyone thought he'd fall off the cliff when he hit 40, but he's still playing at a high level. It just kind of shows you, that, like, you know, the way the game's played right now. Like, QBs aren't get, really getting hit a lot. Um, they really emphasize they want points and, and, you know, a lot of touchdowns. So he's geared towards he's able to get the ball still quick like, out of his hands. So, as long as they bring back some of his O-line, which I believe they brought back some of them after hearing the decision. And a lot of players said they're going to come back just because Tom Brady's coming back. So mm. that's a bit of a contender. Um, but yeah, man, I'm kind of surprised though that you know, Tom Brady's coming back. But it's like he never left that. Like, this guy's Brett Favre, fam. This guy's retiring and coming back. Retiring and coming back. <laughs> I love that Brett Favre run where he's retiring and then he's like, I'm coming back another year. Like, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I literally love that run. Like, and yeah. it, yo, his last days in Minnesota, bro. Like I, I enjoyed those times too. <laughs> that was, that was an exciting time for Brett Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre was one of my favorite players, to be honest. I'm like, 
Like, I like this style of play. Like, he's like a gunslinger, but like, real gunslinger. Need bear plays. Big like, gunslinger, I, I call it, bro. Yeah, fam. Uh, to me, like, he's a gunslinger. He did throw a lot of picks, though. So, like, but he also made a lot of plays, though. So, Definitely. I know we talk about QBs a lot that were saying, oh, he throws picks, like Carson Wentz. We talk about a lot of guys, um, you know, um, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo. We talk about a lot of guys that throw picks, but like, Brett Favre made, made way more plays than they are. Like, you can throw picks, but you got to make them a lot of plays, though. So, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, the, that's the key. Brett Favre, <laughs> even though he threw picks, he made enough plays to win games. Yeah. You never see a Brett Favre team ever miss the playoffs, bro. What, like when he was on Green Bay, when he was even on Minnesota, he still brought them to the playoffs. So, like, you can throw picks, but you better be able to make plays to, to, to make those picks disappear. Because other than that, your picks are going to be in the in in the in the in the spotlight, like a like a, a, a Carson Wentz, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Oh man! Cool. Now we touched on everything, fam. Touched on everything. Yeah, exactly. Big facts. Yeah, man. He, I, I shout out, you know, to some of our rappers fans listening. He got the We The Champs hat right there. You know, I got yes, the sir, Yes, sir. The you, already know, you already know. You know, we, we've won better. five in a row, I think. And so we're, we're fighting for the 60. We want to get out of the playing game. Um, so we're playing really well. Pascal's playing well. Um, you know, a lot of the young guys, Scotty Barnes is playing well. Um, Van Fleet's back for so we on, on OG Anobi, but the team's playing well, so Definitely follow, follow along. Hopefully, I, I, I'm going to wrap this game in April. Hopefully, uh, you're saying trying try to get, uh, you know, uh, go to a Raptors game in Easter, right? Yeah, around that time. But I think that time they're going to be in the playoffs. So maybe it could be a playoff game. But yeah, I'm looking to actually wrap this play like one time this year. Definitely got to shout out to all the, you know, Toronto fans, listening out the Raptors fans, the, the hardcore yeah. right here. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to big up the Raptors one time. You see the banner in the background with them in Denver's background. You know, you see the We The Champs hat, man. You know, we repping. <laughs> you know, just, you know, we're going to do big things this year. Hopefully. We'll see, man. We'll see how far we get. They're excited, man. It's definitely exciting. I mean, that like I, I saw that Lakers win. I'm like, all right, let's go. We out here. Yeah, because like Le- LeBron's been our kind of like our, our arch nemesis. He's always beating us, man, but yeah, the last time you know, we big boyed him like the last few games, dog. Like stunned him still. This man was pushing Scotty Barnes and pushing our players on the ground like Gary, like um Gary Trent Jr. Man got ejected. I'm like, fam, why are you playing like that, dog? This guy's he's that man. He's losing to a rapper, Sam. Like, and like we could even get into rust, but man, this is it sucks that we're like hyper analyzing every single game, every Yo. shot this man takes, every rebound, every turnover. But it's it's LA, so. They're really gonna be on top of this guy, dog. And like, yeah, he's really struggling with that. I'm like, I don't even know what to say. Like, struggling so much, bro. It's so sad to see. Like, I feel like we're we're seeing like the death of like a like a, like the slow death of a of, of a person, like or a, like a player. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just this man is just he's not playing good basketball at all. Like, like airballing shots, bro. Turning the ball over, just like stupid turnovers where he's really like just flinging the ball away. It's 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 just it's getting hard to watch, bro. Yeah. It's getting hard to watch, and I'm like, I've been a Russ, I've been a Russ fan, bro. Like you, I've said this on this podcast. I've been a Russ fan, like Oklahoma, Oklahoma City days. I was a Russ fan. I'm like, yo, 
it's KD's loss since he don't want to play with Russ. That's how I was. And I was sticking with him. I was sticking beside him. But this man is getting crazy now, man. It's it's so <laughs> sad, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like you saw how the how the the T wolves were 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 acting in Timberwolves, bro. Yeah, you see how, how Cat was Cat and Pat Beverly were like clowning this man. Like it's just getting yeah, it's getting embarrassing, bro. Also makes me it makes me want to hide, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but like what's sad is that he's a Hall of Fame player. It's tough to see like a lot of people reacting to him, but like he, bro, he's he's having his worst year. Like I mentioned last podcast, he's still averaging 17, 7, and 7. It's almost a triple double and in, in his worst career year. So it's just like, man, it just show you how high of a level he was playing in the past. But it kind of sucks. Like, I don't think LA, because of the hyper, everyone's like, you know, really watching his every move. Mm-hmm. I think he played better when he was on like an OKC or Washington. Last year, Washington played really well. Small market team, OKC, mm-hmm. small market team. You say when he's been in the bigger market like Houston or LA, he's really struggled and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think he should like, not say lead, but like, if he doesn't want to cross the bench in LA, like, I think next year he should look at going to another team, a small market team where he's able to kind of like just be himself, play his game, not be as, you know, hyper analyzed. Like, I think there's still a chance he can still rebuild and rebound, but yeah, like, it sucks the way everything's going. Like, Man, like he's getting a lot of hate, dog. It's crazy. Yeah, straight up, yo. And I feel bad, but I, yo, like I said, I can't even defend the man. Um, <laughs> the thing is, you know, like I mean, I understand, you know, that may be the most beneficial thing for Russ to go to a small market team, but that just also shows that you, like, you succumb to the pressure when it comes to winning basketball. Like you're content with playing your game. And damn, I don't even want to be talking about Russ like this, but you're content with just playing your game and being the best on a not-so-good team and never making it anywhere, but racking up the accolades. That's what you that's that's what it seemed like he more interested in, and that's what you see me more comfortable with. You need to get uncomfortable, bruh. You need to be in like I mean, Lakers, bruh, they are known to be winning. You know, like, I mean, like, they're known to win. You know what I'm saying? They're known to be a prestigious franchise. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, have a, a Mount Rushmore of, of Laker greats. You know what I'm saying? If he was, like, if if the man was, you know, more content with trying to win a championship, bro, this would be the perfect situation. But it seemed like he just wants to play his own game the only way that he know how. And it has to be on a bad team. So we ain't never going to win anything, but at least I'm happy. That's what it seemed like, bro. I hate to say that about the man, but it's what it's looking like. Yeah, unfortunately, he's not a player that's able to be really, really, really successful off the ball. Like, in every situation he's been really good at, like, okay, see, he had, he's the, he would play the, the, the traditional point guard role, but we really know he's a shooting guard. So he'd bring the ball up the court. He had the ball in his hands. He'd go through the pick and roll. He's making all the decisions. He's the main guy. And L.A., who's been involved the court? It's LeBron. LeBron. Mm-hmm. So LeBron's playing off the ball. He's not used to playing off the ball like that. And, and that's why he, he's had a lot of issues with players that are really good, such as, you know, KD. James um, Harden. You know, James Harden, Chris Paul, you know, now LeBron. Like, he needs to have the ball in his hands. But he, 
for some reason, he's not able to defer to another superstar, another star, and play more of the off the ball. He has to be the guy with the ball in his hands, and I think that's his downfall. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so kind of sucks, but you know, hopefully he starts playing better. But LA, you don't see that. I, it's hard to see it at this point. I even know if they can make the playing game for real. Hey. Yeah, the number nine is they have to hold on to like a top ten spot. But even if they get into that nine or ten spot, bro, they might not even win that game. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> Looking bad, still looking bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man. Talked about a lot today. It's a good part. Yes, all the fam out there, appreciate y'all listening. You know, a lot of NFL, a lot of moves happening. Talks about you know all the moves that we can. Um, a little bit of NBA, sprinkle on some NBA. So I'll always give you guys the best action, the best news, and the best content. Yes, sir, man. Um, yeah, everyone. I mean, I tried to tell you, I tried to warn y'all, man. It's it's going to be mainly NFL, man. <laughs> well, all the amount of things that are, are going on within free agency. Um, but again, you know, thanks for sitting through with us, you know, and and diving uh, deep with us, you know, through through all the the, the news that's going on. And, you know, we tried to sprinkle in a little bit of NBA, get more to come as, you know, we, we ramp up into the, to, to the playoffs, man. So, yeah, just don't forget to like and subscribe, man. All that, you know, keep supporting. Yeah. You know, we out here. We checking yeah. out. Yeah, hit that like, hit that subscribe, comment. Um, we even somehow we'll get into maybe next week, get into a little March Madness going on right now. Um, you know, I'm not really too into college basketball until it gets to the final four teams or the, the last eight teams. Um, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll comment the March Madison next week. It should be like I think Sweet 16 by next week, so maybe we'll talk a little bit of that. But, um, yeah, appreciate y'all listening. Like I said, hit that like, hit that subscribe, yes, sir. Um, and you know, again, the Denver Josh Josh Norman podcast. And yeah, man, thanks for listening, yes, sir. Peace, blessings, peace. <laughs>